It didn't really kick in until I walked out of the hospital door and I called my mom and told her about the results and she called me a freak and she hanged up on me. The voice you just heard belongs to my friend Ethan Yang, a 23-year-old student in Penn State area. Like me, she's also a Chinese international student. She has been diagnosed with androgen insensitivity syndrome. That is a condition that affects sexual development before birth and during puberty. People with this condition are genetically male, with one X chromosome and one Y chromosome in each cell. They have the external sex characteristic of females, but do not have a uterus. Therefore, they do not menstruate and are unable to conceive a child. Eden got diagnosed with AIS when she was living at home in Beijing. I was overwhelmed because when I was diagnosed immediately after the genetic report was out, the specialist like literally went on the landline and got like six other doctors. Androgen insensitivity syndrome is rare. For every 100,000 males, only two to five are affected. When the doctor asked me, do you want to be a boy or a girl? I was so very confused. I was like, what do you mean? I, I've been a girl my whole life. Of course I want to be a girl. It was still kind of hard to comprehend to me. As a teenager, I wasn't really thinking about making babies. I didn't really understand the implication of that disorder. At the time she got diagnosed, Penn State had just accepted her application. Now, she was off to a totally strange place with so many questions in her mind. I wasn't doing really well at school the first year in my college. I was in a foreign country with no friends, no family. I don't know what I wanted to do after I graduate, and I didn't have a major at that time. I do not know what I was doing. Then my family started having some financial trouble due to the stock market crash. My stepdad got diagnosed with colon cancer at the same time. She felt there was no going back for her. Our family already spent a large chunk of our saving on my tuition, so I can only go forward. That seemed extremely hard at that time. The first year is always tough. You are in a foreign country all by yourself, and you are overwhelmed by everything surrounding you. That is when some people are looking for an escape mechanism. Eden smoked cigarette, a habit she got on the day she got diagnosed to avoid that guilty feeling and the overwhelming anxiety that attacks me every day that keeps me away from waking up every morning and go to classes and maintain basic human decency. I just didn't have the motivation to do that. That's when I start seeking stimulations on drugs and escape mechanism in attempt to avoid dealing with all the anxieties and problems I have in my mind. I smoked a lot of weed. I did my fair share of LSD because I feel like I found a key to a magical fairy garden while outside the fairy garden it's the stressful, depressing real life that I had to deal with. The problems both mentally and physically tormented Eden every day. During the time I was really lost, I had several suicide attempts. I'm not really proud of it, but it is part of who I was. To be honest, partially my suicide attempt was a retaliation to my parents. I feel like I suffered through a lot during my childhood and that was unfair. At that time, ignorant me thought that I want my parents to feel the same pain that I've been feeling, the loss of will to live. I was like, okay, since you guys pushed me to the edge, now I'm going to jump over the edge so you can watch me fall. But instead of falling over the edge, she fell for Jay, the love of her life. 
Jay was also a Pan-Sistian. They met on campus. His appearance to her was like a beam of sun shining through the dark cloud. Ethan first told me about this. I would say about like two months after we were dating. And while it was while it was a surprise to me, it didn't really change how I thought about her as a person, to be honest. I mean, she was still the same Eden. You know, she told me about the whole X and Y chromosome thing. So technically, no, she's a guy. I don't care. Like, you're still the same person. I, I, I honestly wouldn't care if, if you were a dude a few years back. It's, it's not going to change how I see you now. At the, like, I, I look at it like, the, like, like this. Am I attracted to you? Yes. Do I like spending time with you? Yes. Do I feel like you're responsible and you'll be a good life partner? Yes. And, and if you check off all those boxes, then we're fine. Like anything else that, you know, that adds on to that, it's just not going to change my feelings about it. Jay loved Eden, but he also had hoped to have a child someday together. They decided not to let the child issue stand in the way of their happiness. Regarding the whole child thing, though, I mean, I eventually do want a child as well. I always thought that when I have a kid, I'm not going to make the same mistakes my parents made. I don't think either of us are going to make the same mistakes our parents made because when you're in that type of environment, especially when you feel like you don't have a family or you know what it's like to be, you know, a loner, you know, you, you can really relate to that. You know, like as a kid, you know, I see all these kids, their parents picking them up after school, dropping them off, going to their games, supporting them. I just never had that in my life. You know, like my parents didn't want to start coming to my events until I was like, you know, winning everything or, you know, accomplishing everything. There are so many kids out there that just need a home and, you know, just need that second chance. Eden had come a long way since the day her mother called her freak. But eventually her mother came around and became more supportive. I discussed this with my mother after our relationship cooled down a little bit. We have a pretty good relationship now, but she asked me what I want to do if I can't have a baby in the future when I start a family. And I told her that I really don't care that if my baby is genetically mine. I'm willing to adopt and give love and care to those kids who really need a family. My favorite poet Robert Forrest has said, Two roads diverged in the wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The special physical condition has brought Eden many unexpected problems, but she chose to face the problem straight with real courage.